Hello and welcome back to another episode of Unqualifying Sessions with me, Amy. Now today is the race review of the inaugural Miami GP. Will Smith starts to play in the background. Welcome to Miami. How bored are you of hearing that song? I mean, it's a great song, but it was played quite a bit over the weekend. Myself, I did do that as well. I I must admit, hold my hands up to that. But if I had to summarise Miami in the sentence, it would be that the vibes were better than the race. Yeah. The build-up to the Grand Prix was great. It seemed like so much fun. There was like, everyone was having a great time, it looked like. Um, even just throughout Miami, there's like Formula One cars and all that. It, it seemed like a great time and like the vibes were, seemed great. I mean, at some stages I was like, oh, that looks like a lot of fun. But the actual race itself was definitely meh. I feel like that's the best way I can describe it. I mean, for me, and I feel like a lot of people, the race didn't really get exciting up until about three quarters of the way through, um, which was when Gasly and Norris came together, which caused a safety car. So as we all know, safety car drama. Um, But there wasn't really too much going on prior to that, really. Um... Some issues, I think, were a bit of the track. With a new racetrack, I guess it can be a bit difficult to get right the first time. And one thing that Miami does have in its favour, I suppose, is that it's not a permanent racetrack. Um, As we speak, the whole thing is being dismantled. So next time, hopefully, they'll be able to take some considerations into track, especially considering that we are due to be at Miami for the next 10 years. So nine more to go. And also, this is a race that is funded by F1. Um, so usually, um, the racetrack, for example, will bid to have Formula One race there. But this is one of the first, I believe, um, one of the first where Formula One are, are funding funding the race um, themselves. So it's definitely different. So I think they probably will want to make some changes to make it more exciting to bring all the people back um, for for the following year. And also having a look at what some of the drivers had to say, there wasn't an awful lot of really positive comments. Um, And I think especially that was due to the fact that there was only really one racing line, which definitely showed during the race. And I know a lot of drivers said that it was a bit difficult with that. Um, I also do think a lot of teams and drivers were play, playing it quite safe. Um, we saw during practice that Sainz and Ocon had pretty big crashes. Um, I saw something that said that Ocon's crash was a 51G impact, which is absolutely immense. After crashes, the drivers, both Ocon and Sainz, as well as other drivers, voiced their concerns over the concrete barrier, where they both crashed into at turn 13. Um, and suggested that tech pro barriers would be installed so the tech pro barriers basically absorb the shock and minimize impact that's felt by the driver so it would make a lot of sense for these to be installed at turn 13 where these two incidents happened Um, I know it probably would have been a bit difficult to install that really quickly 
So hopefully that's something that they will be able to do for next time. But I do think it's a bit weird that you have Tech Pro, which is FIA, you know, approved and they went for a concrete barrier. I, I Personally, I think as many barriers that can possibly be Tech Pro is the way forward for me anyway but what do I know what do I know okay well let's move on to the actual race itself so it didn't start off too well for Aston Martin Um, unfortunately both cars had to start in the pit after issues with the fuel I believe there's an issue with fuel temperature Um, and the issue had to be resolved after the time limit was up hence why they had to start in the pit lane Um, Max Verstappen obviously had a great start um, after the lights out and away we go. Um, He went from third to second, overtaking signs. And then by lap nine, he got into first after overtaking Leclerc. Um, And then that top three pretty much is how it ended up. Um, There were a few decent battles in the midfield, but nothing really too crazy until lap 39 now this is where things start to get a little bit crazy uh at lap 39 is where we saw gasly and alonso come together which did leave lead to a five second penalty for the spaniard um and after that about two laps later gasly and norris came together which led to yellow flags a virtual safety car and a safety car and Obviously, the DNF for Norris, then eventually Gasly did also retire too. Now, the safety car actually worked out really well for George Russell. Um, As he said, strategy-wise, that if possible, he's going to stay out until there was a virtual safety car or safety car so that he could pit and change his tyres. So a great strategy for him because he didn't lose any positions during that time. So well done to George Russell. Now, during the safety car as well, many drivers kind of came in and went for softs. Um, We did see kind of throughout there were incidences of quite big, you know, DRS trains and it made it very difficult to overtake. So I think a lot of teams were thinking, right, let's get people on the softs because we have the fast car. Hopefully this this should work. Now, after safety car it did look as though Perez might overtake signs for third in a couple of instances they were really close um just after safety car and a few laps on again really really close um but luckily signs was just to hold on I think at one stage Perez kind of made a little bit of a mistake and so it looked like he's he had overtaken but because of that little mistake signs managed to kind of take back the lead from from Perez then at one stage as well the two Mercedes were battling and this was just behind Bottas in about lap 49 um during this point Bottas did go wide and it allowed for both the Mercedes to go up into fifth and sixth position now lap 54 is where we saw the besties come together so we saw Schumacher and Vettel come together which was a bit sad as well because obviously one absolute besties and two Mick was on track to get his first points of the season but the crash ended up being costly for both drivers um 
so it's a shame that Mick didn't get his first points because he was on track to get that um this weekend he looked like he was pretty much on pace with Kevin Magnuson, his teammate so it was like oh, okay this is a really good improvement he's gonna get some points but fortunately it did not happen for him then towards the end of the race, Russell overtook Hamilton and placed himself up into fifth. This means that every race so far, Russell has finished in the top five, which is very consistent. So definitely could be someone to watch out for. Um, a lot of the time, obviously, we think of like winning is important and obviously winning is important, but consistency is also key. So, you know, we can't ignore George Russell too much yet. So overall, basically everything happened at the end of the race. We did also see some five second penalties given after the race, one for Ricardo and one for Alonso. He got another one. So we saw a few changes to the grid, the final grid. But we must actually give a shout out to Albon, Ocon and Stroll, who all started at the back of the grid or in the pit uh, for Stroll. And they all managed to get points this race. So well done, lads. Uh, maybe Albon is onto something with the red hair dye. You know, I think he said Australia, he got points with it. Then Imola, it faded, there was no points. And then he dyed a hair back for Miami and he scored points. So I, I think he could be onto something there for sure. <laughs> anyway, so the final grid, let's talk through everyone where they placed, how they did. So obviously Max Verstappen, first place, also got a fastest lap. Then we have Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Then we have Sergio Perez in fourth, George Russell in fifth, Lewis Hamilton in sixth, Valtteri Bottas seventh, eighth for Esteban Ocon. So a really great drive for him, considering he started 20th on the grid because he couldn't compete in qualifying. Alex Albon in ninth and Lance Stroll in tenth. Then due to his second penalty, Fernando Alonso finished in 11th. Yuki Snowder in 12th, so not a particularly great race for him. Daniel Ricciardo in 13th, again due to a 5 second penalty. Nicholas Latifi in 14th. 15th is Mick Schumacher. Then we had DNFs for Kevin Magnussen, Sebastian Vettel, Pierre Gasly, Lando Norris, and Zhou Guan Yu. Um, Zhou Guan Yu DNFed quite early on in the race. I think he had a technical issue which led to him uh, DNF. DNFing quite early on in the race um but yeah overall the race was a bit meh nothing too crazy happened it all kind of happened at the end the end of the race um I do think that there needs to be some changes for Miami for the next couple of well the next nine times that we're going to be there I do think obviously from having it not be permanent and they can change it that should hopefully help um and take into some different considerations for for that i do think and i have seen some people mention it is that it could kind of end up being a bit like a baku because when baku um started like the very first baku race oh gosh back in when was the first baku race i gotta think here i want to say 2000 and 16 to oh no i've just looked it's 2017 i was i was close 2017 was was the first um baku race 
and it, it, it was a little bit boring. Um, but then afterwards, every year is practically being a bit crazy. I mean, I know it has been usually because something like a safety car has happened, but it's now become actually quite a exciting race because people know that there's going to be a bit of chaos. So I think if Miami can change that, they could become a bit like a Baku, um, which would be really, really interesting um, because it does it does, it did seem like quite good vibes, I I did kind of be like, oh, I kind of want to go, so they've done that well, I would hand that to Formula One, I think they've done the, oh, I want to go, but then when I watched the race, I was a bit like, "Mm." so I think if they can get the track sorted, that would, that would be good, um, also, I'm going to talk a little bit about, but I'm not going to talk too much about, because, uh, I'm going to do a separate episode on this, but we saw the start of the W series um, this weekend. They had their first two races for W series, which were really good. At one stage, I did think for the very first race that there might not really be much running time because they had issues with safety car, which I think they had the safety car out for way too long before them becoming a red flag. So there's a few issues there. Um, I'm gonna like I said I'm gonna do a whole issue on W series, um, a whole episode on that because I think there's quite a lot to talk about. I have some opinions, but I really enjoyed both uh, first two races of W series where Jamie Chadwick won both. So congratulations to Jamie Chadwick, and I can't wait for the next um, race for W series. Um, we are also at Barcelona next time, so it will be interesting to see. I think, um, you know, I've heard rumours that Ferrari are going to bring a new package, which will make them like three times quicker, which is crazy as it is because they're already pretty fast, they're already up there. Um, I have questions, have Red Bull fixed their reliability? They've not had a DNF in two races. So could could their reliability be fixed? I know they had a few issues maybe in was it qualifying? But um in practice, but you know, race they finished and came first and fourth respectively. So maybe they fixed their issues. Um will it be a you know bit of a bring back up from a client and have a particularly good weekend this weekend. So but when we was at Barcelona for testing, they were looking pretty rapid. So who knows? It kind of seems like for McLaren, they are a bit of a track-dependent car at the moment. So maybe they can pick up some really good points. Because like I said, they were super fast um, there for pre-season testing. But, you know, that was in Feb. So a lot has changed since then. Um, will we see... Schumacher get his first set of points possibly because there are only two people who have not received points this year so far and that is Latifi and Mick Schumacher they're the only two who've not received points yet so will, will one of them or both of them be able to get points in Barcelona um who knows I tend to find Barcelona, I know as well sometimes the driver says because they use it for testing and whatnot, 
it can sometimes be a bit like not the most exciting um but we shall see you know who knows maybe something crazy will happen but let me know what you thought of the Miami race did you think oh it's a little bit meh or did you really enjoy it I enjoyed the end but I think overall it's just a bit it's a bit man but hopefully like I said they might be able to spice it up for next year uh are you looking forward to Barcelona or are you worried it's going to be a bit of a snooze fest um let me know and like I said my next episode I think I'm going to do about the W series so stay tuned for all of that um but anyway enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you in the next one. 